Are you ready? It's time. For the Beast Cast. Welcome to the Beast Cast, episode 41. Uh, that it, To put that into perspective, we have now been doing the show for 41 weeks. 41 total weeks that the Beast Cast has been on air. But it's actually been longer than that. We had a bunch of big breaks, as all shows do. Uh, so, yeah. As always, I'm here with Raven Bones. Um, what up? Yeah. I, I never get old of that intro. Yeah. Speaking of the intro, does did we always did we do that? When did we when did we implement the intro? Did was that with episode twenty, or did have yeah. we always done that? No, we haven't done the intro. We did that recently when you started going on the radio for your college. So that's what I thought. Um, yeah. Okay. Because we used to have well. Oh, okay, dude. I'm like all over the place. I remember, I feel like I remembered us doing it before, though, which is weird. But I know if you we did, did, you played like some crappy song. Like there wasn't an official. Yeah, I don't know. Microsoft is teething. Here, let's take a look. I can go back. So the last episode we ended on the return. Look. No intro. Yeah, no intro on that one. Yeah, maybe it was. I just feel like it's become such a staple, you know? See, this is proof that change can be a good thing. It quickly becomes a staple, and then who knows, you know? I don't know. <laughs> dude. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? Uh, I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the views on, on some of the, old the episodes. normal episodes versus the Beast Unleashed. Yeah, well, some of the Beast Unleashed episodes suck, and some of the Beastcast episodes suck, and then some do good and some do bad. Like... We have good, we have good episodes on all. We have good episodes of everything. And that Baldur's Gate three one for Game yeah. of the Year really got the yeah. views. It really pissed people off. Well, the thing is, I feel like we we the the thing is that that like fits perfect. Like we should talk about more hot topic button issues like that. Um, oh, we should, yeah. But the thing is, the thing is about that Baldur's Gate three episode is it was all rage bait because the. The problem is I don't like to title every single episode like more like lame of the year because the problem with doing that is if I do that for every single if I do that for every single episode it becomes really annoying really quickly. Um so like for example if if I put like every like for this one if, if for the last episode um oops ah for for the last episode right like if I did a Microsoft Microsoft is ass or something like that. Like Microsoft finally loses, you know, like I feel like that's just annoying, you know, if that makes sense. I, I, yeah, but the views are very, I feel like normal for what definitely higher than what normal, but like altogether, I think a, across all platforms, including YouTube, our average views is like. 81 and 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 since by the way kilt radio doesn't exist anymore i so when i came in here we we kind of we kind of sweeped house so now it's kilt studios so like we do a bunch of stuff like program program stuff like video production music production stuff like that so like the beast cast is one of the very few remaining things of kilt radio 
in particular. So um, the beast cast is how do I put it? Is like is like the it just won't die, you know, if that makes sense. Like you can't fucking kill us, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We we we're we're just there. But our average episodes with the radio cuz the radio was kind of dying and they didn't want to pay for the license anymore and it's stupid expensive for no reason. But with the radio we were getting like 200 views um total across everything. Now we're getting I think on the high end we're usually getting about 200 300 on the low end we're usually getting about like 40 50 uh from like Spotify, Apple, stuff like that. You know, uh since we don't have that just direct radio broadcast anymore, but I feel like the direct radio broadcast didn't do anything. But yeah, so welcome to the Beast Unleashed, you know, or Beast Unleashed. Oh my god, welcome to the Beast Cast. Uh we're trying not to be rash. Um that's our job for the Beast Unleashed. So Episode 41, that's just, dude, I still can't believe that, though. Like, 41 weeks is of straight BeastCast content. So, it would if you watched one episode per week of just the BeastCast, it would take you 41 weeks. Yeah, let that sink in. Open the front door and let that sink in right now. It deserves to be in the house. Okay, so, our first big topic. <clears throat> Jimothy Carey, Mr. Jim Carey, this guy, yeah, yeah, this guy is back in, back in, back, uh, he's back, Jim motherfucking Carey is back, so, for all of you who don't know, I believe Raven, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Jim Carey, I don't know if he said it in like an interview or something, but he was like, yeah, I'm done with acting. I'm retiring, right? Yeah, he did. He did say that. He said he was done. Yeah, give me give me kind of the scoop because I kind of don't remember. When was that? I kind of don't remember. It was actually before the Sonic movies that really? he said he, he quit acting. Yeah, and then he had a granddaughter. I believe it's a granddaughter or daughter. Don't. It's a daughter of some kind that basically loved Sonic the Hedgehog and told him that he needed to be Eggman. And so for his daughter, granddaughter, whichever one, he was like, all right, fine, I'll I'll, I'll do it and he did and he actually after sonic the hedgehog 2 thought that the movies were kind of done so he was like yeah not really doing acting and then they're like hey wait a minute we want you back and okay but yeah, i don't think he planned to do number three but he decided to come back yeah so sonic one which i thought it was a different take on eggman which a lot of people didn't like it for that reason but i liked it it was a very jim carrey eggman you know and then the second one, he could, yeah, I did too. And then the second one was kind of weird. I actually watched Sonic 2. Uh, <laughs> Sonic 2 was a little weird because they tried to make him more Eggman-y. And I didn't actually like that. I liked it better when he wasn't Eggman-y. I liked it better when he was like more Dr. Robotnik, you know. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has a lot of uh, cringe moments in it. Dude. Oh my When God, they started do doing the dance off. Yeah. I was going to say, remember when they go to like the mountains or whatever? Yeah, I actually during that dance off and that like that Russian bar, I act when they when that whole thing started, I actually took my headset off and I got up and went to the bathroom and made some food. I was like, I'm not watching that. Dude, there dude, there was this kid in the movie theater. My dad was like, Oh, he goes, Hey, I actually just recently watched the first Sonic movie. We should go watch that in theaters. And I was like, uh, Ah, uh, I don't know if it's theater worthy, but okay. So we went to the movie theater and there was this fucking kid, I swear, on everything. There was this little jit 
And he was just having the best day of his life, dude. He was just laughing so hard. Even when things weren't funny, he'd just start going <laughs> like a little kid, like laughing. And I'm like, what the dude, can you just like, just hush up for like three seconds so I can just hear the movie. Like, it'd be like a, like, I think it was, I can't remember, but it was like a, a not a sad part, but it was like not meant to be a comedic part. And he just burst out laughing. And I was just like, dude, what is wrong with this little kid? What is wrong with this? What is wrong with this little shit, dude? Oh, man, that that was a definitely a theater experience. And then, like, I almost wanted to walk out. But I was like, dude, no. Yeah, I don't know. Now they're going to dude, 100 percent. 100 bucks says they're going to like in Sonic 3. They're going to introduce like Amy and all those fucking. Ugh. Dude, I am so ready for Shadow. Dude, actually, no. Dude, if Shadow pulls out with guns and shoots Sonic, I'm going to lose it. Dude, I, dude I'm i going to be honest. I love that Shadow the Hedgehog game from dude, PlayStation 2. That Shadow the Hedgehog game is awesome because it's just like, there's just a bunch of, because the Sonic universe is like a bunch of real people and then there's just them. And it's like, it just looks so out of place. Like he's got fucking machine guns and <laughs> The fucking cinematic intro where he's riding the Harley and then it ends with him shooting Sonic in the back, him falling, Sonic falling yeah. dead while he's there holding like this desert eagle behind him. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's pretty cool, bro. Dude, no. And the best part about that is it, it it was you just don't expect it from like a Sonic game. And then it's like Shadow the Hedgehog. And you're like, oh, you know, you're like, what the fuck? But no, um, that kind of reminded me of moving on a little bit of like, just like crappy, weird cinematic cutscenes. Raven, have you heard the shit that's been going on with the kill the justice league game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page. So the game came out or not came out. I don't know if it came out yet. That it, it regardless, people know how the game ends and have seen gameplay and have seen like full playthroughs already. And there literally it is the stupidest fucking thing of all time. So the game, you know, like it's like class based like kill the justice league and you like kill like it, it starts out with like a cinematic cutscene of like the of like the justice league members who are like villains, right? That you have to kill. And then it ends with them just getting fucking shot or like killed and they just fall over. And that's their cinematic cutscene when they die. You're killing Batman and he's just taking a bullet to the chest and just falling over and dying. And apparently the gameplay is fucking shite. Oh, it is. It is. It's 100% crap. I kind of want to pull it up. Yeah. Like, bro, I can handle crappy gameplay as long as like, the cinematics and everything else around it are fun. And uh, I was seeing somebody play through this game and not only on the max graphics available, does it look crappy, but it is 100% just a trashy game. I actually want gameplay. Well, the worst part is, is they like, it's kind of just like disgraceful to be honest. Like, don't you just kind of feel disgrace? I don't, dude, I don't want to give the rad brat a view, whatever. Okay. Oh my god, this is how you know it's great when you skip to a random point and it's a loading cutscene. Alright. Like, this gameplay does not look fun. At all. 
Also, the rad Brad sucks at video games anyways. No offense, rad. Sorry. My bad, bro. But I just... The last time I watched... Okay, you want... It, it, is this... Is this? Does this make me old? The last time I actually watched a rad Brad gameplay was when he played the um Walking Dead game where you plays Daryl in like 2013. Yeah, that makes you old. Yeah, yeah. dude. Wait, I want to see if I can actually find that. Walking Dead PS3 game gameplay. Yeah, no, not the walk, not dude, not this one. This one. Yeah, Survival Instincts. This game sucked ass. <laughs> this game sucked balls, dude. This game was yep. actually so bad. And I remember playing it. I was just like, this is the nothing will ever look better than this ever. You know? <laughs> and I was like, no way. This has 14 million fucking views. How long ago was this? March 18th, 2013. Wow. 2013. Wow. <sighs> oh, man, that's that pisses me off. Dude, I remember this game was just like like the the it it sucked so bad. Like looking back at it now, like this game get a move on, Daryl. <laughs> leave, leave with the bit. And what's the cutscenes like? Aren't the cutscenes horrible? There's not even cutscenes. It's just the fucking is there wait? Yeah, that's right. There's no cutscenes. <laughs> Dude, no. I can't I can't watch anymore. I can't. I can't do it. But yeah, that was oh man. Dude, this Walking Dead game, do you remember the Telltale game? I actually enjoyed the beginning of it, and then it just went to shit. Like it fucking sucked. Those choose your own adventure games died so quick, it's kinda sad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I just, I don't know. I don't know what happened to those games. But yeah, no. So Jim Carrey is back in black. And I really, it kind of sucks because Jim Carrey's still at like a good age to like be doing good roles, I feel like. But (sighs) he's a legend. Does he have a, does he have a star on, on the uh, Hollywood Boulevard? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think he does. Maybe say, he if he doesn't, he deserves one. Well, I don't know if that I don't know how that works because like William Defoe got one and he's still acting. So I don't know if it's like what what how do you qualify for a star? Oh my god, this fucking keyboard! Like you have to type one key at a time, like it's a. The criteria for receiving a star consists of the following. Professional achievement, longevity in the category of five or more years, contributions to the community, and the guarantee and the guarantee that the celebrity will attend the dedication ceremony if selected. Whoa. Okay. So. What he I'm should hearing, have one. Yeah. What I'm hearing is he should. Well, going by that, I should have one. I mean, Jesus, dude. I have five plus years in a category. And I make contributions to the to to Hollywood by giving them news every single week with the Beastcast. So, and ideas. Exactly, they fucking steal our ideas, dude. Raven, I'm not even shitting you. The ideas we we have discussed about on this fucking podcast have were made in Argyle. I'm not even fucking kidding. 
Like some of the really shit, they were dude, no like some of the shit we talk about for like action adventure. That's the type of shit that shows up in Argyle. That's why I don't like Argyle. <laughs> Because it's like something that I would think of. And I don't know if maybe I should take that as a compliment that a movie that makes $100 million is like the style that I would make it in. But um, yeah. No, I swear to God, like some of the ideas and concepts that we've thought about when it comes to like action movies, like were present in that. Like in, in not like in the good way, not like where we're actually trying to do it, like where we're trying to do it in a bad way. Like, we're like, then, like, Kratos shows up, you know? Like, something stupid like that. But it's not, like, Kratos showing up. It's more just, like, plot twist that doesn't even make any sense because there's no, there was nothing hinting towards it being a plot twist at all, and it's a complete plot twist that just literally has, like, no meaning. Oh, yeah, all of a sudden, the whole character that you tried to love is just not the same character. It's like, what? Yeah, it's not, yeah. That character that you like, that the main character, yeah, that's not actually her. She's not actually real. It's like, what? Okay, then. Thank you. Some Marvel shit, dude. Like, that actually... Oh, no, dude. Do you know what really grinds my gears? <clears throat> We've done this. We did an episode on this. It was one of our first episodes. Why modern Hollywood sucks. And I don't think it's modern Hollywood sucking. I think it's the fact that people lost their way. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I feel like people have lost a lot of their ways. Uh, well, the thing with the thing with Hollywood is, I feel like nobody's trying to make a film. Very few, I shouldn't say no one. Very few are trying to actually make a film that's an inspiring, message-filled movie. Like I, I kind of like some of the movies that are coming out, and and this is actually we're getting better with this now. Actually, funny enough, we're actually going in the right direction. I think movies like Oppenheimer, whether you like it or not, pushes a lot of directors to make movies like that because of the success of it and when you have those inspiration not necessarily inspirational but like docu films that really provide not only like a message understanding of history understanding of that person but also making it enjoyable is like the way to make a movie and like we had kind of forgotten that and it kind of sucks because hollywood for like 30 years since like the mid 90s there's been a lot of films that are just like stupid like completely dumb we spent 30 million dollars to make it we're hoping to get 100 million dollars in return and that's it you know like we're not we're not actually looking to for this to be a longevity movie like raven i i I did this thing where i tried i tried to see if i could even get the top three movies of each year in hollywood for the past like 35 years and yeah, that's difficult because, you know, that requires a lot of remembrance. But, you know, it's the top three movies, like grossing films of that. So, like, the top three highest grossing films of, of each year, you know, like, you should be able to get it. And actually, most of the time, you could probably get one, at least the top one. But, like, the other two are always impossible. And that just goes to show you, like, how people make a lot of movies for money and not for, like, you know, for remembrance, for, for a message, you know. I mean, yeah. yeah, fair, fair. So you want to make a movie for money, but I feel like you can kind of do both, right? You don't need to be Jordan Belfort out here, you know. We're like, yeah, but shouldn't they be making money too when I sell them the stock? And then you go, fuck no, you know. Everybody should win. Not only you shouldn't be the only one winning. For me, the MCU is over. So, uh, 
you know, the MCU's you know. over. So does that mean cinema's over? It's over. For, you know, yeah, pretty much it is. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I loved the whole thing leading up to Infinity War and Endgame, where it was like I was getting these independent stories, but somehow they all had a common element in them, and it was nice to see the payoff of that element. And uh, well, the world went to crap, and so every movie is crap, and I, I just can't, you know. It it's just if you put like the MCU, the whole thing starts with the Incredible Hulk going all the way to Endgame, and that will be what's on my my shelf, and that's what's gonna be be shown to my kids. It starts with one. No, I'm kidding. Um. Yeah, no, I 100% agree that everything leading up to Endgame was like, and if that's how you should do collective storytelling, right? Like, I feel like the thing about collective storytelling is you, there's a fine line between collective storytelling and making a story one big giant story. And Marvel, yes, they're all trying to make, you know, they're all kind of coming together for a story, but you're not trying to make one big story, right? Like, that's what people got to remember that are making the Marvel films is you're not trying to make one specific story. You're trying to make multiple stories that coincide in a universe. And I feel like people have lost the way. The problem stems from, like, this is why I don't like Kang. A lot of reason why I don't like Kang, other than the fact that Thanos is a stronger villain than he is, is the fact that the Kang stories were all about Kang. Every single film was about Kang. And, you know, for Ant-Man and the Wasp, where it's its own little Kang and we kill him. Perfect. Kang should be done then. If Kang was killed right then and there, I'd be like, you know what? He was a good villain. You know, he, he was powerful. He was strong. He, pit, he, you know, he, he pissed Ant-Man off. And then, like, Ant-Man got his revenge and they had a good fist fight and he lost. And that's the problem that I have with it. First off, now every single film and TV show and everything all has one common goal. It has a sub-enemy. Like, the main enemy is a sub-enemy, and Kang is the big enemy, right? And everything is leading up to that. But the thing is, is if Ant-Man could beat this guy, what's stopping the rest of them? Ant-Man's, like, not the strongest superhero in that fucking, in the, in the Marvel Universe. So, if Ant-Man could do it, why couldn't just Thor and his daughter just 1v1 him and be done with it, you know? but you don't get it. It's circumstance. It's the circumstances. And it's like, but so like that, that pisses me off because like the thing about Thanos is like, if you put Thanos in a one V one Thor would get close, but Thor isn't beating him. Right. And that's the thing. Yeah. About, and that's the thing about villains. When you want a big bad guy, one person should not be able to defeat them. And they made that very clear with Thanos, even to the point when everybody was talking about, oh, Captain Marvel could easily solo Thanos. So they specifically put in Endgame a scene where he kind of goes one-on-one with Captain Marvel to show that even Captain Marvel can't fucking beat him 1v1, you know? But then we have this Kang, even though he's not the main Kang or he's a little weaker, and Ant-Man 1v1s him basically and wins. So like, how, how does, why would that put a good taste in my mouth about Kang as a villain? You know, and 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 now you're gonna try and push it into every single film. It's not collective storytelling. It's one story, and and that's the thing that people need to remember is 
if I want to make a good collective storytelling, each story needs to be different, but all still be within the same realm, right? So I think always the best example of this, and, and funny enough, this is the best example that I could think of, is you want you want one story? I'll give you one story. You ready? And, and, and you won't believe this. Star Wars uh-huh. is one story. Star Wars, uh, we're, we're, by the way, we're not counting se- ep- episodes seven, eight, and nine. But the first six episodes of Star Wars are one story. It's the story of Anakin, right? Everything revolves around Darth Vader and Anakin and his son. You know, from, from the time Anakin was a little boy on Tatooine to, when, to his fall to Darth Vader to him versus Obi-Wan to his son versus him and then ultimately his son and him versus Palpatine. You know, it is all revolving around Anakin as one story. If you put it all in one storybook, it would work as one novel. If you put it in a 4,000-page novel, the story of Anakin would be one novel. But in Marvel, going up to Thanos, if you put in each story from, like, Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, if you tried to put that in into one story, everybody's going to be like, this is, no, these are different stories. These are not meant Mm -hmm. to be the same story. These, yeah, like maybe, you know, we can put them in the same bind, but we shouldn't just call it, you know, the Avengers because each of them have their own different story that's going way too long. But then you get to like now every TV show. So like fucking um, Loki to to Ant-Man and the Wasp to, to the Marvels. It all is trying to lead to this Kang. It's And it's not like Thanos where he's kind of in the background like, fine, I'll do it myself. You know, like a little thing like that. It's like, this is the main focus. This is what we're getting ready for. And I'm like, I'm, dude, like, get get that out of here. Like, I don't need to see any of that. Like, I want to see these characters develop and grow in their own little bubble. Yeah. And then come together it, for the Marvel movies. It's like an anthology series that still leads to the same end. You know, they're all connected, but they're different stories. Yeah. And I mean, I have nothing against collective or non-collective storytelling through multiple films. Like I said, Star Wars is one of my favorite franchises of all time. Indiana Jones, you know, I mean, eh, yeah, I guess they all have a collective. uh, No, I mean, it's all revolving around the same guy, I guess. They all have a collective at the same common denominator. But the thing is, is. When you want to, when you want to do collective storytelling, the thing about collective storytelling is, if each story doesn't work by itself, like if I can't watch one film from start to finish without needing to uh without needing to watch a couple other films, it's not right. That's not a collective storytelling. That is more so like that is just trying to tell one story, and I don't like that. But yeah, you can tell multiple different stories within the same realm. And then put it together for like a finale. Yeah, a lot of things do that, you know. I mean, hell, even I mean that's like the common thing about like storytelling is like that. Like, think about it. Rings of power, <laughs> rings of power. <laughs> Don't, bro. Dude, I swear to God. They all they it it's like they do a better job in rings of power. They do a better job at creating three different stories to follow. Than they do for than they do in the MCU. So, okay. I'm gonna be honest. Like with Thanos, 
Yeah. When like you first get your hint of him in the first Avengers movie when he's talking to Loki, I'm over here like, sh- like shut up, dude. You probably a cripple in your damn throne. You can't because I never read the comics. Okay, so I didn't know who the hell Thanos was. I'm seeing this purple Barney the dinosaur dude sitting on a throne. And I'm like, shut up. Loki's doing his best. He's a badass. And then like you know, Age of Ultron comes around and it still has Thanos and he like grabs some glove and he's all like all right i'll do it myself and i'm over here like shut up you what are you you gonna do punch him all to death and then infinity war literally starts out with him fisting one-on-one with the hulk and i was like okay i'm sorry uh i would like to apologize to my friends and then the whole movie it progressively where you were like yeah thanos wasn't some like shit talker like he he actually came out there brawling and it just went downhill from there. He's a shit talker that can that can bring the receipts. He can bring the homework. Bro did his homework, you know. Like like he's like the student in class that that like is annoying and a nuisance in in like the jokester and everybody hates him, including the teacher. But then when he takes the test, he gets an A. You know, like shit like that. Like that's Thanos. Yeah. And to me, then I started to get disappointed in Infinity War, right? Because I was like, oh, well, see, he's such a cool character. Like you built him up over all this time but sat over the last eight years you built more than that 10 years you built him up and now you're just gonna get rid of him in one movie like okay everybody's gonna kill him and heavily you know happily ever after and then he snapped his fingers and i was all like oh well that didn't that didn't happen in my head the way i thought it was going to and I was all like, you're good that's right the villain won after 10 years i'm happy we don't have to go further than that yeah, and we're going to end this segment on on this basis. Anybody who says that the comic version of Thanos is better, oh, because he has a lover? Yeah, no. No, you're wrong. All right, when we come back, um, we will continue talking about Marvel. We actually have a good Marvel topic for the next segment. See you then. Bye-bye. Welcome back to the BeastCast, baby. Thank you for staying tuned in this far. We have the best takes, best content, and we love our rabbit trails of conversation. We have our hosts, JJ and Raven Bones, bringing you another segment. I hope you enjoy. They kind of hinted, though, that it was going to be the original storyline with Thanos. Yeah, okay. Welcome His whole idea Beast of... Guys, by the way. Um, no, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I like the idea of Thanos and the woman, but the way they had already presented him, I feel like it just, it just wouldn't have sat right with me. Like, if, for example, you've never watched Naruto, but here is the thing about it that I, that, that I thought really pissed me off. 
there's a series of Naruto called Shippuden, which is like the final version of Naruto, like the final series. And in this Naruto, they, they hype up for over 200 episodes, this guy named Madara. And he's the, like, he was like the original badass of the Uchiha clan. And he's going to come in and destroy. They bring him back from the dead. And this guy, he whips ass. Like, I'm talking whole army soloed by himself without any abilities. Okay? This guy was nuts. Then he gets this, like, big ten tails and takes over. And you're like, yeah, now it's going to be Naruto finale versus this big Madara. And then, all of a sudden, Madara, boom, gets killed. Instantly, you're like, what, what, what? And you're like, what happened? And then it's like, oh, all along, here's been Kaguya, this other girl who secretly have been, it was the original mother of the universe. And she, she's been masterminding this whole thing herself without any references at all to her ever existing beforehand. Okay. In this universe. And then she just pops out. And then the final fight, instead of it being the main character, Naruto versus Madara, like on steroids, it's her versus Naruto. In, like, some weird shadow third dimension where she can, like, hop through dimensions. It's so dumb. And that's what I felt like was going to happen if they brought the girl in. They didn't give us enough of her, like, of her understanding and story beforehand. So, without us knowing that, he's going to do this, right? He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna wipe out half the population. You're going to be like, oh my god. And then Endgame is going to be a fucking nightmare because then it's going to be Thanos simping for this girl and then she doesn't want him. And then it's just like, this is lame. To me, that's how I felt. I'm talking about before Infinity War, they already set up Thanos was trying to court Helena. Infinity War, they completely changed that idea for something different. I just feel like... Because at the end of Avengers, there's that line. I, I, I understand that. But the thing is, I just feel like the way they wanted to make the character, I just don't think it works as a villain. The problem with villains is you never give them a side reason other than their main reason, right? Like, if you give a villain, like, the big ma- bad villain, like, for example, if you give him a reason that isn't his own volition, then it's kind of just like he's working for somebody in a way. Like, he he's working for her to achieve this, right? And, and the love story aspect is you don't want to show passion in a villain. Because the problem with showing too much passion in a villain, like Thanos, I felt like they showed like the perfect amount of like compassion for others. Like he was doing it because he had to, despite him not actually having to. But, you know, he was doing this because he had to, right? And then the problem is, is when you put in a, a thing, like I was actually doing this for my, for my g- girl that I liked, that's gone. Like that is completely out of the window. And now... It just, it, it ruins, like, how Thanos wanted, would be done, if that makes sense. I understand what they were trying to do, is what I'm trying to get at. I understand what they accomplished with Infinity War, and I think the numbers prove themselves. Um, well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I love the way that they did Thanos. I'm just saying that they actually did plan to do him the comic book way and changed it at the last minute because even they realized it didn't work on screen for the amount of movies that they had. The whole point of wiping out half the universe isn't because of his noble reasons. It quite literally was just as a wedding gift for the goddess of death. Yeah, well, you know... She's and we know enough. bad guys, they go they go all the way for the women they love. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, they're both dead now, so. 
So sad. I think Hel- I mean, we never see Helena actually get killed by Ragnarok, do we? No, we don't. And I honestly think that Ragnarok threw like a whole monkey wrench in their ideas. And they were all like, actually, you know what? We have a different reason. And honestly, I do like the change they did with Thanos. Like, I actually think Thanos was the hero because of how they did it. I think that's they they weren't trying to make him villain-esque. They were they were trying. Here's the thing. You can make a great villain when you make him make sense. That's the problem. That that's why Thanos is such and this is and this is why I like Joker. Martin Scor- like Martin Scorsese, I hate that he says like Marvel movies are the worst. You know, we don't really need Marvel movies in our universe. You know, our you know, it just ruins cinema telling. And it's like I disagree to a point. Because Marvel movies with those action movies, they wrote like some of the best villains of all time. Like some of the best, you know, anti-heroes. Like Thanos. The problem is is when Thanos, when you can convince people that he's right, like you can understand the villain, that's when you make a great villain. Because the thing is, is I, I no, no knocking to Reacher in the Jack Ryan novels and Tom Clancy novels and all those things. I'm not knocking those. But the problem with like all those things, like all those like war action, you know, like James Bond and stuff like that, the bad guy is unbelievably hard to connect with. It is hard to get to, to understand his reasoning. And because it's like, oh, he's some Russian dictator who just wants to watch the world burn. You know, like some men just want to watch the world burn type of deal. You know, like, um, like that's the thing. But but like the thing about the Joker that, and, and if you want to bring up Joker, we can bring up Heath Ledger's Joker right now in the Dark Knight. Nolan is the mastermind of making action Marvel, not Marvel movies, but like action comic book movies, like be Oscar, like award winning movies. Okay. I met Joaquin Phoenix's. Oh, that one too. We can talk about that one too. I was just saying Heath Ledger's because of his, his character is it's supposed to be the Joker, right? Like, he's supposed to be, like, the some men just want to watch the world burns. He doesn't need a reason to do it. He does it. But he actually is doing it for a reason. It's just not given to the audience without them thinking about it. Like, you have to think about the reasons why he's doing it, right? Okay? Because the thing about the Joker is... The the, the thing about the Joker is he's trying to represent that it will never stop. It will never quit. Because the thing is, is at, at the beginning of The Dark Knight, Almost all crime in Gotham is gone. But here's the thing about crime. Crime is like a, is like a, a pimple. It always comes back. Eventually, at some point, you'll get another pimple. No matter how hard you try, it will always come back. And what happens when you, when you pop the pimple really badly, it comes back with more. And that's the thing. When you, when you push crime so far down... That's where you have to turn to is people. That's where they turn to the crime doesn't stop. It evolves. And that's when you get people like the Joker and Bane and stuff like that. You get those type of people. Okay. And let me ask you this. Would you sacrifice forcing your city to have a bunch of low life thugs? Or would you rather have a bunch of people like the Joker and Bane running around like very few of them, but there's still a lot of them, you know, or would you rather just have thugs running around? I'd take thugs any day. I'm sorry. Thugs are easier to, to, you know, to deal with. Like a thug, I can shoot. The Joker, he's got some fucking thing ready to blow up, you know, 50 blocks away. You know, like if I kill him. You know, I, I'll take, I'll take a, I'll take a, I'll, I won't, I'll take a regular thug than a supervillain any day. 
But that like that's the thing is like when you have those messages within those characters where it, it just makes it better. It, it's hard when it's hard for audiences and this is something you'll learn if you do like filmmaking is when you're making characters you need to make the character be understandable to the audience. That's why the hero is always meant to be some sort of really, you know, you know, some some sort sort of really noble person, you know, usually the hero is. Um that kind of that kind of sacrifices a lot to be there. Like Batman. Like Batman has sacrificed everything. His parents are gone. You know, he 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 has no more family, right? And so he has completely shut himself off and you feel bad for him because he's an orphan. And so then he he's then using his money, his rich, filthy money, he's using it for good. That's what makes him a good person, right? Superman. Superman is just the embodiment of good. He'll help an old lady go across the street, you know, just as much as he would want to. He wants to help an old lady cross the street just as much as he wants to, you know, to save Earth, you know? Like, he has that that little small-town hero vibe to him, right? But you don't see a, a hero walking around where he's, like, some fat, you know, detective who's just like, uh, you know, just got done beating my wife and and smoking three packs of cigarettes and, you know, like that. That's a very 1950s hero, right? Right? Like that's not that's not really a, a hero that audience would agree with. They'll be like, "Oh, he beats his wife. I don't like that." You know, like there's something like that, right? So that's the thing with Thanos is like I feel like when you make him make sense, it it makes a great villain. But yeah, speaking of Marvel, speaking of of Miss Marvel, not Miss Marvel. Uh so, Raven they have just announced that they have narrowed down the names for the new Deadpool movie. Uh-huh. And I have them right here. Okay. Here, they have narrowed it down. There's a 25% chance that any of these four, there's four remaining names. There's a 25% chance that any of these four names will be the new name for the Deadpool movie. Are you ready? I'm ready. Deadpool 3. Deadpool and Friend. Deadpool and Friends, Deadpool and Wolverine. <laughs> now, that that kind of that kind of scares me. First off, that they said that there's a twenty five percent chance, regardless, that either of these four, because the fact that they're still considering Deadpool and Friend, is scary. That's that that's that's going to be the one. Well, they're all trademarked by Marvel. That's the problem. All four yeah, I know. Th- that's going to be the title of the movie, though. You think Deadpool, Deadpool 3? Deadpool 3, you know, Deadpool and Friend. Yeah, that's going to definitely be the one. Deadpools. It seems perfect for how just um, out of the blue and completely illogical Deadpool's jokes and humor can be that it just seems like the most memeable. Just call it Deadpool and Friend. It's a big joke. Do you remember Raven? Do you remember the Bob Ross, the Bob Ross um Deadpool skit for Deadpool? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wet on wet. I actually want to. I want to play this. We're gonna play this on stream. This is gotta be Hello one of the there. best things Welcome ever. Back. I'm glad you could join me today. Let's just dive right in and run all the colors across the screen that you'll need to paint along with Clockwork Orange. Regular old canvas here, wet and ready to go. 
Now, let's grab our trusty two-inch brush here. Box office gold. Whack that off real good. Just beat it like it owes you money. We're gonna get a little dab of our yellow snow here. We're gonna mix that with just another little dab of our Betty White. Now, <laughs> let's just dance in a happy little sky. And remember, this is your world. You get to make and break the rules here. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. Wish I could jump in there and roll around in all that cascading white powder. Yeah, just get high on all of life's splendor. God, I love cocaine. So much. Holy fuck knuckles, <laughs> I am high as a kite right now. Okay, let's paint in a few little happy trees there. Nothing wrong with making friends with trees. Now, what you don't want to do is eat these paints. Trust me on this one. <laughs> All right, I'm going to whack off again. That's right. That feels good. <laughs> okay, now we're getting too far. No, I don't. I Look, my reaction when I saw that the first time, I'm not even kidding. I think I actually peed my pants. Like, I'm not even kidding. I fucking love that so much. It's insane. Oh, my God. Deadpool is... And that's the thing that made Deadpool funny, dude. And I hope they didn't take that away. I hope. That's why, that's why it has to be Stalker and Friend. Or, you know, Deadpool and Friend. Stalker and Friend. Stalker hey, and yeah. Friend. <laughs> Hey, you know, you know, he's obsessed with Hugh Jackman and Wolverine. Okay, the the Deadpool character seems to be just call it stalker and friend. That's what I was thinking, dude. No. Oh, my God. I, I dude. And Ryan Reynolds is kudos to him for still doing Deadpool after all this time. He's too iconic for the role now. I can't have anybody else do it. Okay, Raven, hot take. Did you like Ryan Reynolds more as Deadpool, or do you like the guy who did the PS3 games? I don't know if you remember the Deadpool PS3 games at all. I do. I do. I remember them. I like Ryan Reynolds more because I can tell that, that Ryan Reynolds has the heart. Like, he knows the character inside and out and has been fighting for it to be on screen for the longest time. It just seems like something he was born to be for yeah no i 100 agree like he is that is like his role dude like that is that is his iron man dude i swear and he's defended it with a passion too like he's just he's like no i want to do it my way and they kept telling him no you have to do pg-13 and he's like no we're not it's going to be rated r and they're like okay well then we're not doing the movie and he's like all right then leaking the test footage Leaking the test footage. That's exactly what he. That's <laughs> no, what he did. Just, just, in, the in, you, in, just the way you did that, just like, all right, then leaking the test footage. And it came out, and everybody was like, "That's what we wanted." And then you know, they're over there like, "Oh my gosh, he okay." Did, he did that again with Deadpool three. He fucking kept posting a bunch of pictures on like X and Twitter, and like he he was just spoiling like half the fucking film on, on fucking twitter and they told him to stop mm. you need to stop posting things on your social media somebody like it was to the point where they were like banning him personally from having his phone on set like so he started taking like fucking like 
12x millimeter camera shots away from the set like off set but you can clearly still see what was going on in the set and it's just like dude what is wrong with you he's literally deadpooling them like he's yeah. acting like his own character to bully them into the movies he wants <laughs> yeah literally it is <laughs> dude i oh my gosh <laughs> in fact the first the whole first deadpool movie is him trashing on 21st century fox for not giving him a bigger budget <laughs> Like, you know, when he's an be answered the door and it's just those two, Supernova, you know, and, and tight, you know, yeah. the, the Colossal that shows up. And he's like, oh, I guess the studio couldn't afford more heroes in the background. <laughs> no, dude. De okay, I will say this, though. Dead if you go back and rewatch Deadpool, some of the, dude, it didn't age. Like, the, the, the graphics, like, did not age. Like, the special effects did not age too well. Like, some of the stuff you look back and you're like, Ish, you know, like, that was 2018. Ugh. Yeah, but it was funny for the time because... It was great. No, the movies you are knew. still funny. The movies are yeah. still funny, regardless. Uh, I will it's say funny. this, one of the best ever scenes ever in a film, ever, I'm being dead serious, is the fucking Deadpool open when he first becomes Deadpool and he does the 12 rounds thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, there, there's nothing better than that. That will be forever. Oh, dude, no. Deadpool, man. The nice thing is, dude, if you wanted to, here's the nice thing about superheroes who are completely masked like that. If Ryan Reynolds gets a little too old, you know, like a little too old to play the character, fuck it. Who cares? Put a different person in the suit and have him voice it. You mm -hmm. know? And so Deadpool could still go for another 30, 40 fucking years, dude. It's going to be awesome. Although you're going to be able to kind of tell his age, but maybe, you know, in 30 years we'll have AI assist so well that you'll just be like, it'll sound like he's fucking 30 again. Actually, no, no. I want an 80 year old Ryan Reynolds hunched over trying to make jokes in a no, suit. Okay. They're, it's going to be great because they're going to give fucking Deadpool like a fucking big af, big afro, like a big afro. That's like an old, like old people hair. He's going to be like, you know. It's kind of crazy. Like, you know how he always, like, dresses up as characters, but he's not actually dressing up. It's just like he's just actually old now. <laughs> uh. But Ed, De Deadpool doesn't age anymore, does he? Or does he? No, he's kind of immortal. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he can regrow from just, like, a fucking cell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything will stay exactly how it was during the experiment, no matter how old it gets. That's why he still comes back, um... His tissue still comes back looking burned from the accident, even if his arm gets cut off. Is because that's now the permanent muscle muscle memory. Yeah, his, his fucking his thing where he's like, "All right, I'm gonna beat my dick with my baby hand now," and it's like, "What, dude? You are fucked up, bro." Oh man, you could have made a lot of money with politicians with that one. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh my God, my dad is actually at bingo. Oh no. My dad is, my dad just sent me a message. He said, Urgent look. I said, okay. I clicked on it and it's just a picture of his bingo pad. Okay then. Just be like bingo. That's not that's why I don't open your messages. <laughs> bingo. Nah, I love my dad. Um okay. So moving on. To something crazy, 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 crazy. All right, crazy. what is it? I got this for you now. Listen to this. You won't believe. You won't believe what I'm telling you right now. Are you ready for this? One hundred percent. Let's go. Okay. So, 
Sylvester Stallone has officially said that he believes the person to replace him as Rambo should be, and I quote, Ryan Gosling. What are your thoughts? Ken? <laughs> Ken? <laughs> Is Rambo? Bro. Bro, what? Hold on. The fuck? I'm just Ken. I'm just Rambo. Where I see love, she sees. That's who he wants to play as... Apparently, Ryan Gosling really wants to be the character, too. So, it works out, is what it says. I'm just Rambo. What rhymes is Rambo? Um. Scrambo. I'm just Rambo. Every time I run, I Wambo. Start to sc- scramble. <laughs> Dude, just talk like a fucking idiot. Wambo. I mean, I guess I'd have. Here's the thing: uh, they're gonna need to pull a Ryan Reynolds here for a moment and just make some quick test footage to see what he looks like as Rambo and release it. Because honestly, I'm not convinced. But here's the thing: I wasn't convinced back when I was younger when I knew who the hell he was. I wasn't convinced about Heath Ledger playing the Joker, and I wasn't convinced about Ben Affleck playing Batman. Then the movies came out, and I'm like, well, that didn't turn out as bad as I thought it was going to. So, I don't know. I, I'm i going to have to see some test footage, or I'm going to have to see him in costume doing a fight scene, because right now, I can... I quite literally can only picture the Barbie movie. No, it's not... I'm not picturing the Barbie movie. The thing that I'm picturing right now is him shirtless. Like, he... Rambo is huge. Shirtless. Like... Like, when you think of Rambo, right? Like, you think of, like, him shirtless in the jungle, right? But here's the problem. A, Ryan Reynolds is 43 fucking years old, okay? So, Ryan Reynolds ain't 23, right? Like, Ryan Reynolds doesn't got, like, at least a good 20 years of of good bodybuilding and, and like, things that he could, like, and PEDs he could take to look like Rambo and, and maintain that body. He's got maybe five years left where his body's going to continue to work with him to become jacked. Everything after like 50, like four, like 49, 50 years old, your body is a- actively fighting against you, not fighting for you when it comes to keeping in shape. So the problem that I have with this is Ryan Reynolds, I feel like is almost too old to play the role. I you mean, mean Ryan Gosling? Or, yeah. Oh my God, dude. We just had this. This is why we had just, just this big fucking just Ryan Reynolds fucking topic god damn it i knew it was not gonna be good to put them back to back because i was just dude too many ryan's in my life fucking oh my god uh, look at the picture i say you or article but it has the picture i don't know what do you think like i said i'm <laughs> i'm gonna really need i i need test footage that was also like 10 years ago though oh come on that was seven years ago yeah like, dude. Have you, you seen him during the Barbie movie? He's yes. Fit. But here's the thing about him during the Barbie movie. He's starting to age. I can tell. He doesn't look like. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie looks like she's 21 and she's like a prime Barbie. He he looks like Ken, but you can tell so obvious that he's older. <laughs> like he's not like, like he's not like 20. 
Like, that was the one thing I had about the Wolf of Wall Street is, like, he was so, mm, I don't know. Dude, like, um, the thing about the Wolf of Wall Street was, like, Leo, he wasn't old, but he wasn't young either, right? Like, Leo just, like, was, I felt, like, a little too old for the role. I mean, not for the ending of the movie. I felt like for, like, the last two hours of the movie, he was good. But for, like, when he was, like, in his 20s, like, early 20s, like, even when they tried to touch him up, it's still, I don't know. And that's the problem that I have here. Is Rambo supposed to be, what, like, 30, 25, 20, or no, not 25, like, 28, 29? They're going to have to do a lot of work, you know? I don't know. That, Raven, that's the problem. Here's the thing. He looks like this now, right? If a Rambo movie gets made, it's not going to be for, like, another two and a half, three years. Yeah, He's you know, I do, see your, I do see your point. We got to have somebody else play Rambo. We need Timothy Chalamet. Who the hell is that? Come on, Raven. You got to be fucking my ass. Like, actually. Come on, dude. Timmy? Timothy Chalamet? Come on. No, no, no. We're not having that. Dude, you don't get, you don't see what I see in him. First off, Little Women was a great film, and I don't want anybody to tell me otherwise. I love Little Women. And I don't care how twinky he is in every film. He played, he played a good Theodore in this movie. I like bigger women. <laughs> Stop. The movie was good. The movie is about these... Okay, look. I think it has Emma Stone in it, doesn't it? Oh, no. Sorry. Emma Watson. The other one. Um, This movie's good. Because, like, these four girls... I've never seen it. Okay. So, like, these four... So, these four girls, they, like, live with their, their mother, who's Meryl uh, Streep. Um, and so, like, these four girls, they're growing up, and, and this one girl right here is like the main character and these are her three sisters and she's trying to she ends up becoming like an author and getting her book published called Little Women which is about them and then she like makes a schoolhouse she falls in love with this guy who's Timothy Chalamet um and then this one is like a really big helper this one one of these two doesn't is like deaf or something like that and they get sick and they die and it's like a really big tragedy it's just like it's like a, it's like a 1840s it's, like, set in, like, the 18-something. Oh, it's after the Civil War. Sorry. So, like, 1860s, 1870s. It's it's a good film. You, it wouldn't be for you, but it was for me. It's, like, a good... It's it's based off a novel. But Timothy Chalamet, come on, dude. He's young. He's actually not as young as you would think he is. He's 28, but he looks like he's 20, so it's all right. Damn, he's 28? Wait, whoa. Wait, damn. Wait, damn, he's 28. What the heck? Wait, he might be older than, wait, no way. No way he's older than Tom Holland. You know what? The more you continue to he's show older him. Than Tom Holland. Yeah, but okay, you know what? Now the more, the, the picture on the very left, the picture on the very, yeah, that one. When I look at that and I picture the Rambo headband and stuff, yes. he gets more jacked up and muscle and stuff. You know what? I see your image now. I think that would be perfect. That's what I was saying. He plays. Yes. He yes, play, you are right. He would play such a good Sylvester Stallone in like a documentary for him too. Raven, this is a question that a lot of people ask all the time. If if somebody had to play you in their it, it in like a in like a documentary about your life who'd play you uh do you have like a person no because i don't think i'm worth being played by it oh dude come on that's a that's a mean thing to say to yourself no 
here's the thing, dude. Um, my my favorite thing. Also, by the way, I want to point out. I'm pretty sure Sylvester Stallone is also around this height too, which works. That's why I was thinking. Um, what's his height? <laughs> on the dot, dude. On the dot. Look at that. Five ten on the dot. You gotta be fucking me. Look at that. Told you. I guess it matches. Dude. Perfect choice, bro. Perfect yeah. choice. Yeah. But um, no, like, okay, you know, you know who Gabriel Iglesias is, Fluffy, the comedian? Yeah. Yeah. So there's this kid. He they always ask him like who if he were to die and somebody had to play him in a documentary, who would play him? And he always says that the you know who the fat kid is from Modern Family? The fat no. Mexican kid. This kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's his kid <laughs> it literally looks like him dude oh my god I he's not this young now I don't know what he looks like fat kid off modern family in my class but okay I guess that's kind of what Bro, he yes. like now. dude he'd play such a good fluffy actually dude yes I who would play me right I'm trying to figure out who, who would play me who'd be who'd be good as me right I Oh, dude, these are the questions you don't want to ask yourself. Okay? Yeah, like because like because either you either you either you're going to be delusional or you're going to get like a a reality check that you didn't want. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right here. No, he's too British. I can't do it. His teeth are too big. Um, <laughs> Sheeran. I don't know about that. Uh, also. Ooh, Ewan McGregor, he's no. It has to be somebody younger than me. That's a problem. I don't know anybody younger than me. Maybe the kid from the Boy in the Striped Pajamas, but he's actually older than me because he was fucking nine in two thousand eight. That kid kind of looked like me when he had hair, when I was younger. But he's also like fucking like four years older than I am, so it also doesn't work. I don't know. Maybe Sylvester Stallone could play me in my fucking documentary. What do you think? <laughs> He's fucking jacked, dude. He's so fucking big. It's insane how much steroids he actually took. Like, you would see it. Here's the thing. You can tell when somebody takes PEDs, when you can see the veins in their body. Oh, it just makes the image smaller. That pisses me off. But, like, you can see it in his pecs and, like, around his side. Like You, you know what? You're it. right. That looks like Char. That, that looks like him. Yeah. The dude you picked. The kid you picked. Yeah. Timothy. Like, like young Rambo? Yeah, dude. He could do it because you got to see him with like stubble and stuff. The problem is, is he tries to have this twink persona, right? Like that's his problem. Where's Timmy at? Where's Timmy? Where'd he go? There he is. Timmy, my beloved. He played a pretty good Wonka too. He he actually kind of reminded me of a, of a younger Gene Wilder a little bit too. So it worked out. Whoa. He's dating Kylie Jenner. All right. When we come back. Um, we're, we have some more uh, topics to discuss. I have one more big final topic that I want to talk about. Uh, it's about the new Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. You remember the lady from the dark Knight who gets killed? Um, yeah, she's making a movie and it's got Christian Bale in it and it's amazing, but it's not Batman. All right. When we come back, we'll talk about that plus other things. All right. See you in a bit. Bye.
Welcome back to the Beast Cast, baby. Thank you for staying tuned in this far. We have the best takes, best content, and we love our rabbit trails of conversation. We have our hosts, JJ and Raven Bones, bringing you another segment. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Beastcast, and I am full chub. Actually, I'm half chub, but I'll be full chub by the end of this. Um, so, as we were discussing, we were talking about uh the 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 ha- most handsome man on the planet, Timothy Chalamet, Twinkie, Twinkie Wonka. No, I feel like he doesn't like that. But here's the thing. Here's the problem that I have. If if you don't want to be called a twink, why do you actively look like a twink then? Like, why do you choose to look like a twink? If you know what I mean. Like, why not let it grow out a little bit? Like, why not let your beard grow out a little bit? Like, even if it doesn't grow, even if it grows in patchy, like grow some stubble, you know, maybe, you know, something like that. You know, like Tom Holland, for example, like Tom Holland could look super twinky, but he chooses to kind of look like he, he, he kind of has like this, like tries to not look twinky anymore. Kind of look to him. Like he's trying to look older, you know? Also him and Zendaya, wow, they're still together. Dude. How how is Timothy Chalamet older than her? Like what? I guess I've just I don't know. I've been around the block too long. She was on do you remember oh, are they not gonna be on Yeah, Shake It Up. Do you remember this show, Raven? Never seen it. Oh dude, Shake It Up. It was a Disney show. She was so young. It was her and Bella Thorne. You know how this girl became like a fucking porn star or something? Yeah, well, not quite. She hasn't shown anything of value yet. Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> this guy just knows. Um, no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> I, I that that kind of just like dude, that was like double jeopardy. Like you just you just could not plead the fifth on that one. No, I remember I remember some controversy around her OnlyFans Where that it was, was like hilarious. forty dollars or whatever, and you just fucking yeah, and she she literally does she doesn't show anything. She's just in a normal bikini or normal shorts, and people were upset because like she teased she was actually going to show a nude, and it was actually just her like in normal clothing, and they paid two hundred bucks. Yeah. No, this was one of those shows that was really forgettable, though. Like, I could not tell you a single... Actually, I can tell you one thing from it. There's one thing from, from Shake It Up that I remember. It's an episode where Zendaya... And I know, I can't believe this. There, there's an episode where Zendaya, right? This girl right here. She's like... She's a high school student. She's super, super smart. Like, she's super smart. And she starts to become really dumb because she stops caring and starts watching movies on her phone during class. That's the whole point of the episode. It's meant to, and then they dance at the end just to make it like, and then they do stuff like this. Like, I'm sure this is, people ask, oops, oh God, people ask why, why like Disney stars become like Miley Cyrus. This is why. This is why. 
because you put them up in this shit in front of people and give them success so early. Like, it's going to make people like Dove Cameron. Which, by the way, I want to just point out, Dove Cameron, you are beautiful even today. Despite what everybody tells you. I like it. I don't care. I, I you, Your taste in men's not as good as it was, but... You, it's a nice forehead. Yeah, sure. She got that gray alien look. But, like, here's, here's the problem is, like, these Disney girls, like, I feel so bad for them because they're over, like, sexualized at such a young age. And it's like, oh, this is such a sad photo. He's passed away. I think you know that, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she's she's pretty young too, isn't she? Yeah, she's she's and I say young like I'm an idiot because like they're all like twenty eight, which is like me and but yeah, she was on the show Livin' Maddie, I remember that. This was like her show. Her like first big thing was Livin' Maddie. Um and she played Liv and Maddie. Like she played two. She played like a a geek and like a like a geeky, nerdy sports girl, and then like the like pretty, like famous, successful. Yeah, weird. It's a it's a stupid show, by the way. I just want to point that out. But yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on. Yeah. So, Twinkie Twinkie Chalamet. Dune two is coming out soon. Like literally, like within within like th- two and a half weeks. I'm actually hyped. I'm so hyped right now. Because what? Wait, is this a leap year? Is, is there 29 days in February, right? This year? Raven? Hello? Did we just lose connection? No, no, no. We're good. Oh, I asked you. I was thinking. Sorry. Oh. My bad. Bree asked a question. I don't mean to be rude. Okay. No. Um. So, it's a leap year this year, right? Uh, is it? Yeah, like. Every it is days, right? okay so the yeah. 29 days of february so on march 1st dune part two drops which is what two and a half weeks from now i guess three weeks maybe um yeah yeah oh, get out of here uh let's see yeah because it'll be monday it will be on a friday but they always drop on thursday so it'll drop on the 29th yeah so yeah, Dune 2 is coming out. I'm actually really hyped. Dune 1 was great. It took them three years, though. That pissed me off. Uh, but, you know, you can't rush perfection, so. <clears throat> All right. Huge news. Coyote versus ACME is not officially dead yet. I remember we talked about this a little bit. I remember everybody was pissed because Warner Brothers was going to put it in the Warner Brothers vault. And what happens when... Uh, let me just tell you some of the things that, that are completed that are in the Warner Brothers vault. Uh, Batgirl. Um, okay. The uh, The planned fourth dark knight game and it was coyote versus acme oh and also the uh uh black adam unrated cut i kind of want to i still haven't watched black adam i kind of want to like let that not ever be a thing ever again like i kind of want to forget that I I I'm 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 actually waiting for the director's cut to it's come never, out. It's not even. happening. It's not happening. It's in the vault, dude. Nothing gets then out I of that get, vault. <laughs> then I guess I'm never gonna fucking watch, watch it. it. Yeah, that's the problem. Zack Snyder's cut did though. Yeah, but the thing about that that wasn't in the Warner Brothers vault though. That was just like it never got finished. You know, like he wasn't completely done with the project. Like they are completely that's done true. with this. They're just actively not releasing it. I'm so happy Batgirl didn't make it out. Dude, here's the thing is, people tried to... Dude, this is how... they. I don't know why there's... This is like some like fucking blacklist. 
Like, it's like some, like, government-ran association, right? Like, the federal government hiding it. Like, the shit trying to get into the secret vault, the Warner Brothers vault, is harder than fucking hacking into national security. Like, you could hack into the White House and it'd be easier. Like, they have fucking, like, scrambling passwords and IP addresses for the vault. Like, they literally, the two directors of Batgirl were going to release the whole film uh, on their own private website, you know? And since they were the directors, they were going to have legal access to. And Warner Brothers said, nah, they fucking deleted them from the fucking system so they couldn't even access the vault anymore. It was over. Like, that's how secure this shit is. Like, within, like, seconds of them <laughs> saying that, they were gone. Like, they have, like, cameras. It's, like, 1984. Like, they're always listening for it. Like, this episode might get taken down just for talking about it. But, yeah. So, it was in the vault, but apparently, there's still a chance it could be sold out of the vault. So, Warner Brothers is willing to sell it, the movie, out of the vault if somebody's willing to distribute it. That's not Warner Brothers. But, the, the asking price is $70 million to buy the film because that's how much it costs to make. So, they want the exact amount of money they got they, to get back. On top of that, they also still want, Warner Brothers still wants 10% of ticket sales. And on top of that, Warner Brothers also still wants the, their name to be associated with the project. They just will not distribute it. Wow. Yeah. Fucking annoying. If we all pull our money in together, we can own the movie. Oh, yeah, let's get a kickstart going. <laughs> no, then they'd be like, um, no, you guys cheated. Damn like it. What? See, this is the moment that Elon Musk should actually be using his money for. Exactly. The buy coyote versus ACME. Um, okay, another big thing. Disney Plus's uh Star Wars The Acolyte will be releasing this summer. Ooh, what time? What uh it says early summer, but they don't give an exact oh. date, so I'm assuming early June. Um June sixth. Quote if me. I rem Ooh, dude, that's a day before my birthday. If I remember correctly, it, it's it's set in the High Republic. So, like, before... It's set during... Okay, it, it's based off of George Lucas's... Um, he had a novel, actually. One of the one things that he helped write about Star Wars. And if I remember correctly, this production is, um, is about that girl. She... Ah, what's her name? Oh, my God, I can't... The Asian girl from the Old Republic game. I think it's her. I, I I don't quote me on that because I could be totally wrong. I haven't... Guys, here's the problem. I'm a really big Star Wars fan, but I don't really follow the Disney Plus original Star Wars stuff. For example, uh, like uh, like Andor, I, I just... that Other than Ahsoka, I mean, I watched most of Ahsoka, but like, I just... I, I just can't get into it. It's tough for me. Like, the Obi-Wan show was tough for me. Like, Ahsoka was tough for me. The Mandalorian was, you know, at the time when it came out, I was like, yeah. And then after, like, 2020, I was like, uh, you know, like, I didn't want to watch it anymore. And I, I still want to watch The Mandalorian. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of over, like, the shows. I want Star Wars movies, man. I want movies again. Which is why I'm so glad that Mandalorian's getting a movie. And I wish, I wish... That this stupid trilogy wasn't being done by Takiti Watiti because he's gonna fucking he's gonna be like, oh, you know, we're gonna make it the movie shit just to piss on Star Wars, and it's like, he goes, but that's the point, and it's like, why? I just want to watch, I just want to watch some of the best Jedi's and best Sith fight it out because the High Republic, this show also is a TV show by the way, it's not a movie, which ticks me off. the The problem is, is now the budget's gonna be less. 
the effects are going to be mid, and it's also going to be exclusively on Disney+, Plus, which means I have to stream it, won't be able to own it, and finally, on top of that, I want to watch the, I want to watch the Sith before the Rule of Two, which is when the High Republic is. I want to watch the Sith Order when they were still doing temples, writing books, making holocrons, all of that, okay? That is what I want to see finally come to light on the screen. We haven't ever seen that ever. And they're going to have it on a fucking TV show. The first time we're ever going to see it is going to be on a TV show. And it makes me want to just absolutely shoot myself. Because, like, yeah, the Old Republic would have been nice. Because the Old Republic was really cool. Because the High Republic is, like, the, the right before the Old Republic. Uh, where, like, uh, so it's after, it's after the original Old Republic. But then it's, the, the High Republic is kind of like when they become, like, Wild West Rangers. Like, this is when, this is when Jedi become like how they were how George Lucas envisioned them, right? You know, where they like walk around with lightsabers on their hip, they flash and pew, you know, cut the dude's hand mm-hmm. off, you know. Like Obi-Wan. Like all the like they're kinda like this because the the Jedi are trying to keep order throughout the entire galaxy. And the Sith aren't there to really do anything yet. And so the Sith order is building back up. So like for now the whole High Republic is just like is, is they're just like kind of spread out trying to keep order. You know, like sheriffs of the Wild West. And that's Cool, but I'm gonna see it in a TV show, so it's annoying. And they're gonna probably do this. They're gonna do this shit that they, you know, like in The Walking Dead, where they do like the the storytelling, where they do like one character, one episode. They're gonna do that shit again. I just you watch. They're gonna do that with this. We're not gonna get a full series. This is gonna suck. Uh, I, I'm hoping it doesn't, because here's the problem: if it sucks, they're canceling all other productions of it. And I need to see more of this. We need this to be just good enough that they make movies about it. Because I want the movies, but I don't want the TV shows. That's the problem is I feel like That's they should true. always do movies first, then TV shows, right? Yeah. Not the other way around. I don't know. Like, test the water with the movie and see if the movie works. It's not like they don't have the money to throw away real it's quick Disney. for it. It's Disney. What are, what are you, scared of losing money, Disney? You're like the biggest conglomerate of the universe and other than Microsoft. like. You own everything. You own, like, fuck, you damn near pretty much own this show. And most of the news channels promote your own movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? Write it into the script for the news. Oh, my gosh, movie was awesome. Go see it. Yeah, be like, hey, you know that? Uh, Wait, okay, the casting was revealed, though. Uh, Lee Jean-Jay, she's supposed to be the uh, Jedi Master. She's uh, uh, She's the Asian lady. That I was telling you about. I think that's a, okay. Actually, it's Asian guy. Sorry. Oh, it's the guy. It's it's the guy. Um, he he played in. Um, have you ever watched the lat the Last Witness? No. Okay. Over the Rainbow. No. Okay. No. Those are like some of the bigger movies. Uh, he's he's South Korean. He's a he's gonna play a Jedi Master. Um, let's see who else casting. Former Padawan is going to be Amanda Stern Stenberg. Okay, she's a Denmarkian citizen. <sighs> young Jedi, Jedi, Young Jedi. Okay, so they aren't giving out names yet. But of like the actual Jedi, but I don't know. I'm 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 just ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to. I'm ready to just... Oh, it's going to be based off the High Republic comics, too. 
Oh my god, they're gonna fucking ruin it. Oh, I hate this. Why do they do this to us? Mm. Why, can't, why can't we just have good things? Why can't we have nice things, actually? Because the world of nice things is over. Yeah, true. The age of the trash has come. <laughs> oh, the first trailer of Deadpool 3 releases tomorrow during the Super Bowl, though. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna be working. Oh shit, dude! At least you won't. At least it's gonna be kind of dead though while you're working. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on, hold on. What time does the Super Bowl start? Uh, Super Bowl. I think kickoffs at five thirty. Oh, okay. I'm out of work then. Huh? So if you want to watch the Super Bowl, I don't know if you do Super Bowl with your family or not. A lot of people know this football family, and then they, don't care. Yeah, I was gonna say some families they don't care at all, and then they still end up watching the Super Bowl though, even though they don't care about it. You know? We're intelligent. We don't watch football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise is in talks to join Quentin Tarantino as a movie critic. Uh, after Brad Pitt joined the movie critic, uh, apparently Tom Cruise has reportedly been asking Quentin Tarantino if he could also have a role in the film. Uh, Quentin Tarantino has not responded. So this is going to be Tarantino's last film. So I'm assuming a lot of actors are going to want to be in the film because it's stacked. Yeah. So it's going to be a good movie. Apparently the movie critic, apparently <laughs> the idea of it's going to be really good. So. The Tarantino. <laughs> okay, Tom Cruise, you can have a role film, yeah. but I'm going to need you to say the N-word about 25 times. Yeah. He, make him, specifically make him like a slave owner or something. Like something where he <laughs> just like, there's no way that he's going to get around it. You remember like Django Unchained? Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's okay, 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 okay. Huge news. This is it. This is it. So Christian Bale okay. will play as Frankenstein and Maggie Gyllenhaal's new upcoming film. Okay, so I'm going to pull this up. So this is crazy. Apparently, so Maggie Gyllenhaal, you know, the the girl who played Harvey Dent's uh, squeeze in uh, The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's directing, well, that's not all she's known for, but um, Christian Bale apparently is mad because he's going to have to shave his head to play the role. Um, so yeah, so Christian Bale is going to play in uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's Warner Brothers film. He's going to be playing Frankenstein. Now, I don't know if he's going to be playing Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster. That's the thing. Who is he going to play? Is he going to play Dr. Frankenstein or is he going to play Frankenstein's monster? Well, Frankenstein the monster actually has hair. So if he has to shave. Well, yeah, like that's the thing. I don't know. Also, they posted a, a, a very recent pick of christian bale and he looks like the ultimate dad he looks just like he just looks like some dude who just had like a couple kids is christian bale married i honestly don't know but yeah this will be his first uh piece of work since amsterdam uh or no i guess actually okay technically amsterdam because he finished his thor they they wrapped up thor filming before they wrapped up amsterdam filming so yes so amsterdam technically was his last film because thor came out what last year but they didn't they finished filming before um they finished filming for Amsterdam, I believe. Amsterdam was a good film, by the way. I don't know if you saw that, but that's about the business plot. The thing where those guys were gonna try and turn America communist right before like in the middle, like or not in the middle, like right before World War II happened. Thor was twenty twenty two. Wait, really? Am I high as a bike? Whoa. Yeah, you are. Oh, then it then it hella. Then it hella finished before Thor. Uh, what? Why did I do Ragnarok? Oh my God, you're right. Okay, yeah. So it would be his most recent film is Amsterdam. Then, regardless, Amsterdam finished filming because Amsterdam was 2022, but 
Amsterdam was late 2022. And it finished filming. Yeah, so it finished filming after. Wait, really? Amsterdam was late? I suppose. Yeah, it had to be. God, it's like 2024, dude. Like, ugh. I'm going to be honest. I really thought Thor came out last year. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, wait, no, that doesn't match up. With <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't match up, right? Because you're still thinking a 2023 mindset. You're like, oh, it's yeah, it's like December 2023. Yeah. Dude, this stack, by the way, this cast was stacked, by the way, for Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. I, I think I did see that movie. Yeah, Taylor Swift's in it. And, of course, she's front and center, even though she gets pushed in front of a Never fucking mind. car. I, I didn't saw it. I didn't see it. She, no, she got pushed in front of a car. It's all right. Oh, uh, I'm going to have that as my lock screen replayed. Dude, no. Somebody's... Dude, the Super Bowl memes have been out of control, bro. They're Like, now that the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl and, like, Taylor Swift's dating uh, Travis Kelsey, the guy who plays for the Chiefs, she, she, like, there's been all these memes. Like, for example, that one's been used a lot where it's, like, me when I see Taylor Swift walking to the Super Bowl and it shows her just like getting pushed in front of the car and the car running her over and I'm like Jesus Christ dude or you know the one you know the one from the Dark Knight Rises where he blows where the Bane blows up the football field and he blows up the he blows up like the box and it says now presenting Taylor Swift and it shows the explosion of the box from the Dark Knight Rises like the the viewers box and I'm like oh my god you guys are fucking horrible you guys are so bad Oh. Well, if she doesn't like it, she can write an album about it. Yeah. Dude, there's already been people that have made like AI songs of Taylor Swift breaking up with Travis Kelsey, and they're so fucking realistic. It's not even funny. Like there was one where it was like the lady the or like the person had her sing like I met you at the 40, a new love story, and it's just like, "Oh my god, it just sounds like something she would fucking say." Like, ugh. But yeah, uh, so Christian Bale will be playing uh, Frankenstein. We don't know if he's a monster or if he's a doctor. Um, but yeah, Gyllenhaal has revealed that she has an all-star cast, including Jesse Buckley, Christian Bale, Penelope Cruz, Peter Skarsgård, or Sarsgaard, uh, Skarsgård? Is that what you say? Yeah. Uh, and then Anna Benning. Um, didn't have that. Well, we didn't. Uh, have time to ask Bale about the plot. The actor did take a moment to praise his collaborators. I'll be working with the wonderful Maggie Gyllenhaal uh, and so many talented actors in the cast. I've gotten, I've got to get busy getting on the rack, breaking my bones and eating lots of fertilizer or something to try and grow. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. Christian Bale is going to be, I don't know why, but the picture they used was the one from Thor Love and Thunder. Maybe it's because that's Frankenstein-esque? I guess. I don't know. But I'm kinda I'm kinda hyped for that. I don't know. I, I, I'm kinda hyped because Christian Bale, like, he's not old, but he's not young. So like anytime like those like really good actors get a role, I kinda get happy. Like that's why I was so happy about Jim Carrey, right? Because it's like Jim Carrey's older, so to see him actually be in a role, like you get to see a great, like a a great actor, even if it's in probably not so great of a movie. <laughs> Sonic Three. What do you think Sonic Three is going to be called? Uh Sonic Three. Um, Shadows of the Colossus. Because <laughs> it has shadow in it now. Yeah, sure. No, yeah, just get the game. Because Shadow is in the after credit scene. 
This game is old as a bitch. PS2 game. This game looks so good for PS2, though. Like, it's insane. Yeah, it was great. My parents bought it for me simply because they were like, oh, well, it's part of Sonic, so it's okay if it has rated M. <laughs> there's like a, there's a couple f bombs in the game. Shadow the Hedgehog, hundred and three dollars for a refurbished copy. Go fuck yourself. I watched the Game Grumps play this game, and they were laughing their ass. Yeah, hundred dollars for this gameplay, dude. Look at this gameplay. Oh my god. Because of how good of a game it is, though, with the the time it was released, because it caused so much controversy. I just can't look at this and take it serious. It just is. And it had like four different endings. But what is this? You had the evil ending, good ending, neutral ending, and then uh, uh, super shadow ending where he has all the chaos emeralds. (laughs) Dude, I. (laughs) You know what's game of the year? Sonic Heroes. Dude. That game came out. Did it? Actually, I don't even. Sonic even, Heroes. Yeah, it I came out with the PlayStation Two. It was bundled with it. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I got it bundled with it oh, when I bought honest, my PlayStation. I'm gonna be honest. There's been so many Sonic games. I thought this was actually a real game that came out like recently. Because like the new one is like what Sonic Frontiers or whatever. Yeah. Like this, doesn't this look like that one game with the 2B girl, or am I dumb? Like that, uh, uh, what's that game called? That, that girl with the big butt is from. Nier? Yeah. Automata. 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 Like, doesn't it look like that? Or like, this doesn't look, dude, like, what is this? Like. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that game. I was just like. (laughs) It's like Breath of the Wild, but Sonic. (laughs) It literally does. Like, look at this. Doesn't this look like a Breath of the Wild fucking screen? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It does. It does. What is this? It's okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to, like, look at it. (laughs) Dude, what is this cast of characters? Fucking. I know all the characters, but why do they look like that? And why is Robotnik holding? What is that? What is he holding? I, He's not even holding. I, that's a, that's a floating. That's a floating child. child. I don't. <laughs> yeah, what the, dude. Sonic games are crazy. Just follow the lore, bro. There is no lore. <laughs> uh, there is no. <laughs> I'm gonna gonna fuck your mom. I can't do that. Good shit, Sonic. Oh, dude, you know what game really? Oh, my God. I don't know if you ever played this. I love Kirby. No, Kirby's Dream Course. You ever played this? No. Oh, this game was awesome. Dude, there's only like 20 levels of this game, but it's so fun. My favorite Kirby game is Kirby Nightmares in Dreamland. Nightmares in Dreamland. Oh, it's a Game Boy Advance one. Kirby's such a badass, dude. He is. He is. Oh, man, I love my Kirby. If I could buy a Game Boy Advance SP and get that game cartridge back, bro, I would be at work playing that shit all day long. 
if I could write you a song and make you. <laughs> Dude, how many Kirby games are there? I have no idea. There's a lot. All Kirby games in order. Holy fucking bollocks. Oh. Kirby's Dream Land. Yep. Dude. Oh, there's so many. I love the TV show, too. Yeah, the TV show is pretty good. Kirby, Kirby All-Stars was pretty good. Where is that? Or Star Allies, I think is what this one actually was. Then there was like the, the, the yarn one, wasn't there? Yeah. I don't know what that one's called. Kirby Yarn Game. Epic Yarn. Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yo! It's so dope. Like, I just like it. It just looks good. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Who do you think would play a good Kirby for a movie? Would the dude doesn't talk. He sounds like a kid. The no, guy. but but you know, like you know how like they made a, a you know how, like Nintendo made a Mario movie, so now we gotta make a Zelda movie and then a Kirby movie, you know, and then a like we gotta extend the 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 NCU the Nintendo. There's nobody universe. to play Kirby because he doesn't actually talk. Mario but, was easy because Mario talks. Yeah, but Mario doesn't talk like Chris Pratt. He might not talk like Chris Pratt, but Kirby does not even talk. He just makes like Pokemon sounds. Okay, so so I guess Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I was gonna say Boba Fett only had five fucking lines, but they still found somebody to play. But him. he still talked. Okay, Kirby does not have the ability to enunciate words. But he has a mouth. <laughs> Unless he swallowed a teacher. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying, like, it could happen, right? Yoshi never talked, and they still got people to play Yoshi. Like, Yoshi made, like, Yoshi's noises where I was like, nope, nope, you know? But then, like, they got him for some, oh, my God, that just brought back memories of that fucking movie. Or not that movie, that, that, that show, that Mario, do the Mario. If you, dude, Yoshi was on this show, I swear to God. Also, this is the one that, like, where, where Toad has, like, a hat. Oh. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it, yeah, it, this brought back some really weird memories. <laughs> There's a video of me on Twitch. We can go to Twitch real quick and find it. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, she was. Get off my screen! Actually, I just typed in the wrong name. Did I? Yeah, here we go. I need naps is streaming. Of course he is. Fucking guy. Clips. Top of all time. Yeah, here we go. Freaking beast mode. Hold on. Freaking. Oh, actually, that kind of. Do the Mario swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. <laughs> Take one step. And then again, let's do the Mario all together now. Oh, he like does a you little shimmy, it. dude. It's the Mario. Dude. Oh, man. Oh, this one's a good one. This is where I, I think my eyes have seen enough. Dude, have you ever? Dude, I fucking smashed my N64 controller. 
the stick fell off. I I threw the controller so far, the fucking stick fell off the controller. And it's literally held in by metal. Oh, man. But yeah, no, this brought back some memories. It's on Paramount Plus. Oh, my God. Mario sounded like a goober in this movie, or in this TV show, too. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, um, I'm a dick. <laughs> I have to put this on screen. There's no way. There's the thumbnail for our video. Thank you guys for watching the Beast Cast. (laughs) Thank you guys for watching the Beast Cast. As always. I'm, uh, I'm joined by Raven Bones. If you want to go check us out, Raven Bones has a, a, a YouTube channel probably somewhere. Uh, if you want to watch somewhere, if, if you, you can watch, find it, yeah. If you want to watch, uh, if you want to watch Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat thing with music on the back, of it, <laughs> go ahead and you can watch that. Um, yeah, make sure to like, follow, subscribe, uh, rate the podcast. Uh, Apple subscriptions are a thing, which means you can join the our channel, support us directly, stuff like that. Uh, which will also be supporting Lion College as well, which is the proud sponsor of our show. Without them, we would not be able to do this. So thank you to Lion College. Thank you to Kilt Studios. Uh, Yeah, just make sure to give us good reviews, and thank you for watching. If you made it all the way to the end, you're a fucking beast, as always. Uh, Thank you, Raven. Anything else? Have a great day. Yeah, have a great day. We'll see you on Friday. Bye.